0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win. I'm joined once again by the man, the legend, the myth himself, Garrick Wright. Garrick, welcome back to the show. Good to be here. Happy December. Happy December. I'll tell you what, uh, we might be winning on this podcast, but the Republicans certainly don't win.
1: No, and they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're gonna talk about all of that before we get there, Garrick. Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. I did. I did. So Thanksgiving, people typically have turkeys. Mm-hmm. And I know, I think you've, in the past you've mentioned that you also have turkey for Thanksgiving. A lot of people have ham.
1: Uh, for Christmas, you mean? For
0: Chris, I'm sorry, yes, for Christmas. Okay. So, uh, where do you sort of fall on that?
1: Uh, well, growing up, my my uh, grandmother would always make turkey for okay. Christmas as well, um, <clears throat> but in recent years, she's made uh, this beautiful uh, black pepper crusted uh, beef tenderloin, Ooh. and it is fantastic. Um, she gets the tenderloin from federal meats, Ooh. and... Yeah, it's just very tender, I mean, just so tender, and um, Mm -hmm. melts like butter in your mouth, and Mm -hmm. nice big cracks uh, of black pepper crusted on it. Oh, good stuff. Makes me want to have a piece right now. Yeah, Yeah. tenderloin's
0: great. It is. (laughs) I've learned that in my carnivore path that I'm (laughs) taking. That. of course tenderloin is the most tender mm. followed by sirloin mm. followed by ribeye wow ah. however ribeye has the most fat on it which is the most flavorful yeah that's why people like ribeye a lot
1: yep and uh, i i like ribeye too yeah um but um, it is i think i think it's cheaper than tenderloin
0: yes oh yeah well, tenderloin is can get up there
1: Yeah, and and, uh... Except
0: the Tops, where that's probably not really Tenderloin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We just put this shit together called Tenderloin. It's Tenderloin, it's just not very high quality Tenderloin. (laughs) Poor Tops. (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll have to get into a
0: carnivore episode one time. There is, of course, USA Prime, USA Choice, USA Select... Which, mm-hmm. are, which is the different qualities of meat, and of course at Tops, you certainly don't get USA Prime. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but it, 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 it makes a difference.
1: It barely meets standards. That's <laughs> what you're saying?
0: <laughs> oh boy! Well, I appreciate Tops because they may not have high quality, but their prices are lower. So
1: yeah, that's usually the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Garrick, we're going to talk about the elections here, another disappointing, underwhelming, and frustrating result. Not Mm -hmm. something that we thought was going to happen. Now if I told you the day before the election that New York, the GOP would flip four congressional seats, that the governor's race would be single digits, that Republicans would do 10 to 15 points better in New York, that Ron DeSantis was going to win by 20 points and win by a bigger margin than Gavin Newsom would win by in California you probably would have said it's going to be a fantastic night. And besides New York and Florida, boy, it was, it
1: was very disappointing. It was, um, obviously, um, you know, I, I wanted to be a positive thinker. Um, so, you know, we had made our <coughs> predictions beforehand. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I guess I, I sort of got caught up in it, you know I was listening to all the people that we'd listen to, and I was like, <laughs> well, they seem to think that we're going to be able to overcome the election rigging system that mm-hmm. is going on in certain states, right. and uh, that you know as long as it's, it's, as long as the lead is big enough, they just can't overcome it, right. And, you know, I, I'm not sure I ever quite bought that, but I was like, well, they probably know better than I do, so I'm going to go with it. Well, it turns out they can overcome any. <laughs> <laughs> and if they can't, they'll just shut down right. uh, dozens and dozens mm-hmm. of uh, polling machines <clears throat> So um, in Republican districts. I, they will do whatever they need to to win. To win right. I respect it to an extent. Yeah, it's... They're ruthless on another level. Oh. Yeah. Um, Well,
0: just going deeper down the rabbit hole here, I mean, Republicans won three million more votes in the House than Democrats did. Uh, You know, in 2020, uh, putting aside the fraud, uh, (laughs) Biden wins by four points. Republicans this time around win by three points, we're talking about a seven point swing Mm. to the Republicans, usually that is consistent with big wins, but it's another election in which the results don't make sense, right? Really good in New York, really good in Florida, winning a congressional seat in Virginia, winning a congressional seat in New Jersey, they won a congressional seat in Oregon, but in the places where it was really close, you know, the Midwest, the Rust Belt, no movement. Right.
1: Um, and it's just I don't, its just hard to wrap your head around. <clears throat> uh, yeah, certainly if you ignore the obvious, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is very hard to over wrap your head around. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this is... I, I've heard that the Jimmy Carter years were just horrible. I believe it. Um, this has to come close to rivaling jimmy carter and it ought to result in the modern day political conventional wisdom it should have resulted in uh huge wins right in uh right. the house and um you know like maybe 50 seats and then right um on the senate side Yeah, this was what was so amazing is that uh, everybody seems to be on the same page that we're going on in the wrong direction and they hate what the government is doing and uh, yet they voted all the incumbents in. Right. (laughs) Right. It it really doesn't make sense, so I don't know what to say.
0: Yeah, and it's like, just going off of that point. Like Joe Biden, uh, his approval ratings are in the low 40s. Let's just be charitable and say it's 42%. Well, in a state like Georgia, his rating would then be like maybe 39, 40 at most, which means that Raphael Warnick would have had to run 10 points better than Biden. And he he did that, right? I I mean, Raphael Warnick was more popular than Joe Biden. Like, I I just didn't see that. I said, there's no way that these candidates... People are going to say, you know, I really hate Joe Biden, but I'm still going to vote for a Democrat. It's just another thing that really just gives me a headache.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, another comparison is uh, you have in Georgia that the uh, Brian Kemp, governor, wins by seven or eight points, whatever. I mean, it was... Mm -hmm. It was a decisive win, right. and uh, Herschel Walker loses. Right. Yeah, you know, It doesn't really seem to make much sense. And then in Arizona, Republicans, if you look at local and uh, right. statewide elections, Republicans clean the house, right. except for four right. uh, <laughs> very high-profile elections. Uh, elections and and so it's like do do people really uh yeah this is this is a new thing in the last two or three election cycles is that somebody that they vote democrat for one thing and then republican for another right um it's uh again without (laughs) if we're going to ignore the obvious explanation it it is dumbfounding (laughs)
0: It certainly is. Um, Well, before we get to the obvious, um, maybe we should talk about a few things first. So uh, the vote by mail is not necessarily illegal, at least anymore. Mm. Some states do allow you to vote by mail. Mm. Then there's the early vote, which again, whether we like it or not, is legal. Mm And then there's, you know, ballot harvesting where somebody just goes around and picks up ballots for different people, it doesn't even have to be a family member. Right. Um, then there's drop boxes. It's it's one of those things where it's like on the surface, all those things should be illegal, but they may not be anymore. A lot of these states just have it legally now since 2020. Right. Um, but. Uh, this this is sort of the argument that people have made as well the Republicans didn't do well because they didn't uh, you know they're not voting by mail We're not doing the early vote so for example in the early vote Democrats start the election 10 days before Election Day they're accumulating all of these votes and then the Republicans are telling their voters will just show up on Election Day well the you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because if people say well you know the dog is sick I don't want to wait in line, Uh, the car broke down, whatever. Those people don't show up, but the Democrats had 10 days to get all those people in.
1: The voting machines are broken. Well, yeah. (laughs) In my district and all the other districts around me, yeah. (laughs) So I guess where I'm going here is,
0: D would you agree that Republicans have to play the game? They have to encourage people to do early vote, they have to encourage vote by mail. It's just the way that it is now. We don't have power to change the laws. So what else are you really going to do?
1: So my my, I guess this is where I'm getting confused because <laughs> I, what I take, you know, we watched the the documentary uh, Two Thousand Mules, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, kind of what I'm what I gathered, and I remember looking at what. All of the evidence in uh, from the twenty twenty election, um, right. <clears throat> you know, people just dropping ballots off, right. you know, boxloads of ballots, and really, I, I guess the question comes down to: Are these ballots of people who exist? So I mean, right. the right. the people saying that Republicans need to get. And need to start playing that game. They're giving this impression that um, what Democrats are doing is they're going into, uh, let's say, an urban area right. where okay. a, an apartment building, where you know maybe a high percentage of those people won't bother to vote, right. and they're maybe sending folks in there to encourage, um, you know, give them ballots, encourage them to vote. And then collecting them, you know, so that it's easy, and all that, right, and why don't we do that? well, i guess I guess I'd be okay with that, except I don't think that's the only thing that's going oh, on. Right. I think that these are I think they have as many ballots filled out for what they need to overcome any de- deficit. Right. I think that they are making up voters um, yeah. And so, you know, how do you defeat? Well, uh, you, you, we can't. I'm not going to say that we need to join that game because I don't believe in cheating. Uh, <laughs> well, that's your first mistake, Eric. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. <laughs> but even if I did, even if I did, we don't run the cheat. We don't run the casino. Right. Uh, so it, we can't win with that. It's it's got to be. I mean, you know, if we had a Republican Party that had that wasn't, you know, probably part of this whole scam, uh, there ought to be lawsuits and and up the yin yang, and I I just you know I know that some people are doing lawsuits. I know Kerry Lake is right, um, and that's all good, but. Yeah, I mean, I really do think that we need to win this in the legal realm, right? And we need to get somewhat lucky that the right judge hears it, yada yada. I, I just, I don't see how we can beat them at this game because I think it's a rigged game. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's uh, <laughs> if it's a rigged game, then then I don't know really what you.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what I'm going down to, there's very little hope. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: so like the people would say, okay, well, listen, in 2020, what happened was Democrats were able to expand the electorate and to get their turnout because they got ballots in the hands of lazy Democrats. Right, people who said, I'm not gonna go to the polls and wait in line to vote for Joe Biden, but I'll gladly vote in my pajamas for my house. Mm -hmm. And I think some of that is true. Yeah. So, on the Republican side, are there lazy Republicans? Yes. Should they get a ballot in their hands? Yes. I don't know what other option we have at this point. You've gotta, have to do better. Um, But then again, it comes back to your point, okay, but how many ballots are then fraudulent? And uh, I don't know. I don't know how many ballots are fraudulent.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I guess I'm all for, you know, playing that game going at, you know, 2024. That's going to be <laughs> the, the, that's 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 it. I mean, all eyes are on that. Um, and, and so, yeah, let what's plan for that? Let's get activists. Um, and then we'll see if we're able to pull that off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let me bring this up then, because this is, I don't know, so much a counterpoint, but another twist here in our discussion, which is, let's just use Nevada, for example. So there were two big races there, the governor and the Senate race. Mm-hmm. Both were held, the uh, incumbents were Democrats. So in the governor's race, the Republican won. Mm-hmm. He flipped the seat, uh, Lombardo beat Cicillac, or Cicillac, the Democrat. And then in the Senate race though, uh, the Democrat uh, was able to squeak by, the Republican was leading all up until the last mail-in ballots were counted. But the point is, is that, well, if there was so much fraud, why did the Republican race go, or the governor race go Republican, but then the Senate race went Democrat, and then the explanation is, well, because Lombardo, the Republican candidate, was so far ahead, they couldn't steal it from him. Mm. Uh, Okay, I I guess, is that right? I mean, maybe it's like, okay, the governor's race, he was so far ahead, we really couldn't steal it from him, but the Senate race, for whatever reason, was closer and we could steal it from him. Yeah, so that's, so really in terms of fraud, it all comes down to the margins. If it's close enough, they can steal it. If it's not close enough, they can't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it it definitely it it it's it's that's a good hole in my argument, um, and but it does seem like uh, places like Pennsylvania and Michigan and Georgia they seem to have they seem to have what they want to have happen happen right. Um, I mean, look, they had a, a walking vegetable beat. Yeah. You know, Uncle
0: Festerman, yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, it was... Uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> right. How anybody voted for that, you have to be a retard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this brings up the, the point we were just making, from what I found out. Uh, Fetterman, before the debate, before the debate, had a 700,000 early vote lead over Oz.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Now, you that raises the question, right? If that debate was held before any early voting took place. Maybe. Maybe there's a difference. Maybe he's only up by 400,
1: 500,000. I don't know. Yeah. People uh, still voted for him after that debate. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, so why don't we just circle back here, though, and go back to the split-ticket voting, and we'll just... uh, Discuss what the hell's going on. So Wisconsin, Ron Johnson, the senator, Republican, wins. Mm-hmm. The governor, who was an incumbent Democrat, wins. So you see a split ticket. And it's like so let me get this straight. People in Wisconsin said, Yes, I'm gonna go vote for Ron Johnson, Republican for Senate, but I'm then gonna vote Democrat for governor. Yeah, I mean I mean I mean, is there a lot of people, maybe this is where we're wrong, maybe there's a lot of people out there that don't like either party per se, don't even know anything about the candidates, but they go and they say, well, I'm going to be intellectual, and I'm going to vote for both parties, and I'm going to be enlightened in that way, and I'm just going to vote for the incumbent. So incumbent Republican, incumbent Democrat.
1: Yeah, I hate people like that. (laughs) Um, I. I also think um, a little bit different situation because they're incumbents, right? Um, so, know uh, yeah, you, you do have that. What happened in Nevada really is something that's kind of difficult to to reconcile, right? Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I kind of thought that with such a stark difference in ideologies that maybe at this point the idea of being a fence-sitter is uh right. I, I didn't know that we'd have any more i thought <laughs> you know you kind of had to pick a side yeah um, one thing but, that my grandmother told my brother her. and my grandmother uh said that i told my brother you can't be a fence sitter all your life right. and uh you know my brother is somebody that kind of You know likes to see both sides of things and (laughs) it's like well (laughs) you know you do have to decide which way is right eventually (laughs) and i agree with her on that
0: yeah that's actually more insightful than i would have thought coming from your grandmother so
1: yeah i i have to tell you i actually have more respect for uh, communists than I do for <laughs> independence something <laughs> <laughs> well they
0: do they stand for something
1: right, I mean, they know what they believe it's despicable, but they know what they believe right the the independence it's like have you not used your noggin like do yeah. you not care? How about if you stand up for something right Right. so right. yeah, yeah well,
0: garrick, there were uh, despite you know, the fraud and the balloting and the mail in ballots and all this kind of stuff. Uh some races though were just so lopsided that the Democrats didn't need to cheat. I mean, Tudor Dixon, the Republican candidate for governor in Michigan, I mean she lost by double digits. Mm. The governor a candidate in Pennsylvania, um Mastriano, he was beaten by double digits. Yeah. Uh, a two way too many people voted Democrat.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is after COVID. Um, I, I mean, look at the way that look at the way that Gretchen Whitmer uh, ruled with an iron fist. I mean, that, in that some ways that was the most
0: disappointing race of everyone. I mean, they were all disappointing mostly. But yeah, <laughs> to to have people say Gretchen Whitmer, as you said, an iron fist, the bitch from Michigan, whatever you <laughs> want to call her. <laughs> the people show up and say, "Yeah, you know, I'm good with
1: that." I just... Yeah, I you know, before Gretchen, they did have a Republican governor. Yeah. Um, you know, a moderate, but still <laughs> a Republican, and and then Trump wins in 2016, and you start to think, "Hey, you know, maybe right. uh, we're getting the keys to the Midwest here," and then, yeah, these last couple elections, it's like, "Huh, I I don't." I don't know what to say. I don't know what to make of it.
0: Yeah. Well, one theory, and maybe it's true, because maybe the some numbers back it up, is that there's a group of voters, particularly in the Rust Belt, the Midwest, they like Donald Trump. They will vote for Donald Trump, but they will not vote for the Republican Party. And if Trump is not on the ballot, you saw what happened in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin to some degree, which is Republicans are not competitive. Um, hmm. uh, it's certainly possible that that's the case. It makes some sense. I mean, Trump. I mean, that's two different elections, but Trump did a hell of a lot better in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin than any of the the governor candidates did. Yeah. Um, so if that's true, then. I mean, I guess it still gives you hope in the Rust Belt, but it would seem to suggest that without Trump or someone like him that Republicans really aren't going to do well there.
1: Yeah, well, that's... uh, Hopefully they like Ron DeSantis.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Do they?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I... I I mean, I, I guess the way I think about it is... I assume that you're voting for Trump because he... You know the the whole thing with China and NAFTA, and um, you know that would be what I would think would be the reason, but not. But voting for Democrats or not voting against them—that how does that help your your cause? Um, Well, but
0: yeah, see, this is this goes back to the whole independent thing, which is if these people. They may not be as politically driven as we are. They like Trump, they like MAGA, but they may have never voted Republican before Trump. And they don't they don't need to go out and support Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy. They don't care about the Republicans.
1: And I understand that. Right. I don't like them either.
0: Right. <laughs> uh. But why either they didn't vote or they voted Democrat, which is
1: illogical, so yeah, you know, somebody like Tudor Dixon, I, I she didn't run as a an establishment Republican. Right. You know, she ran as an outsider. Right. <clears throat> so Yeah, the other
0: thing too that um I guess we can blame Republican Governors Association and <laughs> Mitch McConnell is a lot of these candidates were really badly outspent.
1: I oh mean, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean it wasn't even close, uh the guy, the Democrat in the Pennsylvania, Shapiro, like, it was, like, 20 to 1 in spending against Mastery. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it's, um, yeah, how do you, how do you win with that? Uh, they know. ask for
0: money all the time. I don't know, but, you know, these emails I get from Republicans, you know,
1: give us money, so I don't know where the money's going, but. Oh, maybe it's maybe they're not getting the money. That's why they're asking so much. <laughs> I, I know I wasn't giving any. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. So. So there's that. Um, um, well, let's talk about this. One of the other narratives coming out of the election as well. The. Uh, the candidate quality, right? That the Republicans should have nominated, you know, establishment, Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell types, and the voters rejected the MAGA candidates. Um, my feeling is that if you had run establishment people, they would
1: have lost even worse. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say that. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, you know, I, Yeah, I don't know. It's,
0: it's, like, it's like one of those things where they say, okay, well, you should run like someone like Purdue in Georgia. But you, Purdue already ran and lost. Mm-hmm. And even if you ran an establishment, okay, maybe they do better with these split-ticket people, whoever they are, but the base doesn't like these people. No. I mean, look at Dr. Oz. He, the reason he lost was he did really poorly in rural and small-town Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, and... Uh you know, the other thing i, I don't know that. Um, yeah, I, I think what what MAGA once represented was um, was a totally new. It 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 was it was. You get me. You 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 understand my concerns. Right. Um, you know, China immigration that kind of thing. And I'm afraid that Mega and Donald Trump, in particular, are not exactly on top of the issue of the days anymore. Because you know things are changing quickly. It's very you know what what was a big deal in twenty sixteen, isn't. It's still a big deal, but, I mean, we have, we have pornography in our schools. We have <laughs> drag shows with kids. We have uh, CRT in schools. We, you know, we have the World Economic Forum. We have, we have forced vaccines um, that are killing people. And, you know, Donald Trump is either not making an issue of these things or was on the wrong side of these issues. I, I'm i not sure that, other than really die-hard mega people, we'll call them the always Trumpers, I guess, uh, I'm not sure that if they're hitting the funny bone with uh, with what the voters care about. Look at Glenn Youngkin. Um, Chinese you know, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <are> was really bizarre... <laughs> it was funny, but it was bizarre. Uh, you know, parents concerned about their, their children in school, they, you know, he, he, he gave voice to that. So he won, um, right. you know, and. and Ron DeSantis. I mean, my goodness, he's giving he's giving voice to all of this stuff. He's getting ESG out of Florida. He's Mm -hmm. getting he's going after Disney. He's going he's um going after gender ideology and drag stuff and all of this garbage. And you know, he doesn't need to talk about immigration. And you know, frankly, with immigration, (laughs) the immigrants are from mexico are, are voting more conservatively than white women and so <laughs> so i i'm okay with more coming across the border at this point <laughs>
0: that is that is someone had mentioned that that if hispanic voters in uh you know mexican americans start to continue to vote more and more republican that the parties will switch Democrats will want yeah. to become like in the Republican what
1: get take that border wall down <laughs> put a hole in it <laughs>
0: that would be something wouldn't it yeah it would be funny <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well I want to mention this thing about the election then we'll go to a couple of different topics um, the other hypotheses hypothesis is that, for example, in Georgia, you'd mentioned Brian Kemp won decisively, Herschel Walker narrowly lost. The argument is is that there's a certain percentage of establishment Republican voters that, like the McCain family, the Romney family, the Bush family, they're probably the graduate school Republicans, the country club Republicans, they look down on MAGA, mm-hmm. and so they they go to the polls and they will vote for an establishment Republican, but they will not vote for a MAGA candidate. Hmm. And that explains Herschel Walker losing and Carrie Lake losing in Arizona, just sort of the snooty Republican that says we'd rather have a leftist than a Trump aligned candidate.
1: Yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. the, the reason I have a hard time with that is Trump won those states right in 2016 in 2016 he did <clears throat> so i oh, don't know i i'm having a hard time with that one <laughs> <laughs> it's i mean
0: there's, i'm sure there's people out there like that i don't know how statistically relevant they are um well
1: what did jeb but, bush have in uh, well, the, the yeah. ball
0: <laughs> so, well like the mccain family you know cindy mccain and megan mccain they were of course you know, Arizona's first Republican family, they're, they're probably voted Democrat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, how many people are like them? Does it make it different? I don't know.
1: I, I mean, I, I'm sure there are some, I, i I'm, yeah, I find it hard to believe.
0: Um, I, I mean, if it is true, then that means Republicans have to attract different groups of people. They have to attract more Hispanics, more, Browns crew type people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, Jeb Bush, uh, he was governor of Florida. Now look who's governor of Florida. Right. I mean, probably the best politician we've ever had in this country. Um, (laughs) Some high praise for Ron DeSantis. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think he's deserving of it. (laughs) Um.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I guess only time will tell with all this stuff, but... Uh, Why don't we get into 2024? We already have a candidate announced. Donald Trump announced. Yeah. And, um... It looks like Joe Biden's going to announce, too. (laughs) (laughs) We might have a rematch. (laughs) The war to settle the score. (laughs) 81-year-old Joe Biden versus 78 Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um... I mean, what's interesting is because, like, Biden probably thinks, well, look, the country must really love me. The Democrats did a lot better. I'm going to run now. If they they had gotten crushed, maybe he would have left.
1: But he probably feels, you know, emboldened. Uh, I, think, I think Joe Biden must be possessed by a demon. <laughs> because there is no way a man that was basically on death's door when he announced that he was running for the last time would... And I mean, he's sounded retarded for... <laughs> since he got in. I, 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 There's no way that he has any idea what's going on. It, it well, has to be a spirit inside of him that's doing all of this <laughs> stuff. I, that's all I can say.
0: I would say his dementia's doing it, maybe.
1: <laughs> well, d- yeah. <laughs> Something's come overcoming the dementia. It's, it's not Biden. Well, well,
0: yeah, maybe the Democrats think, hey, listen, last time he won from his basement, we'll just have him run from the White House this time. We'll harvest ballots. We'll run a negative news story on Trump or DeSantis, and we'll win.
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly they could. they could run whoever they want, and... Um, yeah. If they're going to cheat, they'll win. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know why they'd bother with Joe Biden. <laughs> they can't find yeah. some other useful idiot? They well, have to use a useless idiot? <laughs> well,
0: apparently the deep state loves Peter Gay Gay Buttigieg.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, of course, Gavin Newsom is out there. All Newsom said he won't run but the problem that we've talked about for well, 2 years plus now is uh, what do you do with Kamala Harris.
1: Yeah, that's probably the yeah. so, so they like, to go okay. to Biden again. Yeah, we'll keep Biden. We don't want Harris. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, such a such a bizarre situation. Yeah.
0: Well, the other rumor floating around is of course after the election there is this don't know if it's real, it's right, Trump versus DeSantis and there's going to be a civil war in the party and DeSantis is going to run and apparently the rumor is that both of those guys are fine with each other the plan is still for Trump to run and DeSantis to be the VP but those rumors of a fight were started by Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, and Mike Pompeo who all want to run. Hmm. Of those names, Garrick, Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, and Nikki Haley do any of them have a chance to win the Republican nomination?
1: No. <laughs> <It's>, no. <laughs> it, it'll be yeah. just like last time. Yeah. Um,
0: Nikki, you came to me for money. You got on your knees. You would do anything.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Why not throw... Uh, oh, what was his name? The dork from Ohio. Um, John Kasich. Yeah, why not throw him in?
0: And Larry Hogan, the big pig from Maryland.
1: Oh, so annoying. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, really, the only people that ever got any traction really were uh, against Trump last time we were Cruz and right. Kasich. Um, neither of them uh, okay. really had much of a chance. So right. I, I, yeah, I can't imagine that. You know, Mike Pompeo is out there talking about Ukraine. Nobody gives a fuck about Ukraine. <laughs> My goodness. The deep,
0: the deep state cares a lot
1: about it. <laughs> I didn't know that he was part of the deeps. I I thought that he was kind of a decent guy. Yeah, and funny. maybe he is, but he just doesn't have, like, political moxie. I don't know. But, yeah. no, I mean, you know, Mike Pence, no, he has no charisma. Uh, yeah. And... Yeah, Nikki Haley, she, she sucks. Yeah. Um, I tell you, South Carolina, for being so conservative, they really have some weirdo Republicans.
0: <laughs> um, we'll get to the bottom of this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So, no, I mean it's it's Trump or it's DeSantis. But. Yeah, uh, my position is this that.
0: Uh, my well, Trump is going to run. It makes too much sense for trump and desantis to be on the ticket together i don't see desantis running i could be wrong about that i don't see it happening uh maybe your position changed at all
1: um you know one of the things is is that you know donald trump announced really early i don't think anybody's ever announced this early certainly no. no major candidate um and yeah, you know, that was uh, what three, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody really cares. <laughs> <laughs> now you know we're we're in the we just finished an election, right. and then we have uh, we have the holidays. So you know maybe uh, after the New Year's things start to pick up again. Right. Um, so I, I think maybe he was a bit premature, and so it really didn't have any any pizzazz to it, the announcement, but, right. um, you know, I, so, so then that's fine, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think Trump's clearly made the signal that if, you know, DeSantis goes up against him, that he's going to just burn that, right. the whole thing down, I wish that he would talk about, you know, Democrats the way that he talked about <laughs> DeSantis, um, but so I I I don't know I I guess I I don't see DeSantis wanting to get into that right. but um, you know also Trump is really old he is yeah and, and you know frankly I as good as his mind has been you know everybody eventually their mind starts to go and. <laughs> What I'm noticing is that he seems to be uh, decreasing in political acuity. (laughs) Not increasing. Uh, So, like, his instincts just seem to have gotten worse since he came down the escalator in 2015. (laughs) Maybe it's just me, but
0: yeah he's not surrounded by the best people and he's probably too isolated I mean he still doesn't really have social media he's not um in the arena if you will anymore um so yeah I mean we'll see I mean it's, it's hopefully he get better people around him he listens to his son listens to Steve Bannon listens to Tucker Carlson but I don't know you know sometimes he's still like listening to Steve or Chris Christie like you know, you know.
1: yeah um I mean, you know how many times do you have to get screwed by people. Yeah. To... <laughs> Maybe Trump's very loyal. We just don't know it. <laughs> you can screw him and still get away with it.
0: But yeah, I mean, I I, I think it's Trump Desantis as a ticket. That makes the most sense. It unites the party. Yeah. Um,
1: but we shall see. And, and mm-hmm. frankly, twenty twenty four. That's I I'd say throw all the marbles into that basket because. I don't even know if we'll have a country by then but (laughs) if we do and there is a chance i say put all the big guns that you can and throw everything at the deep state that you possibly can right speaking of which i sent you an article Mm -hmm. that
0: i think we both found interesting called the next civil war some people have called it the coming national divorce talking about how the united states politically is moving closer and closer to an actual breakup and there were sort of two scenarios laid out one where trump wins in 2024 and california kind of says we're out Hmm. and then another scenario in which it's another contested election biden gets in and then the southern states appalachia says yeah we're gone we don't want to deal with this Hmm. interesting idea i just don't know how it really works like what (laughs) that's the part i don't get like the actual mechanics of it like Arkansas is going to say, well, we're the independent republic of Arkansas, and we're going to have our own currency and our own money.
1: Yeah, it becomes very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I don't really know how that really happens. Inter- interesting, though.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, that, that article you sent, the guy, you know, I hadn't heard of it as uh, before, but, you know, he was talking about maybe six or seven Uh, provinces or so. Um, I guess we would still be part of the same... We would still be part of the same country, maybe? Um.
0: Yeah, kind of like we share a military and maybe a currency, but everything else is kind of just independent of those regions.
1: Yeah, it kind of makes it sound like we're some piece of shit country in the Middle East or (laughs) something. I don't know. Uh, But... Yeah, I'm not sure that there's enough you know, it's just so tough because you know, you have you have us in New York. You right. have you have Beador or types in Texas. <laughs> right. Um right. And so it uh you know, you you have people totally different views would want to live in totally different Americas. That our neighbors, right. and that's all throughout the country, and so it would be difficult. I um, I'd be more than happy to pick up and move, um, <laughs> and not have to deal with, you know, drag queens at uh, at libraries. But um, I yeah I'd, I'd love it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like you said, I I don't think it's. Not sure how
0: feasible it is. Yeah. Neither next door neighbors can be the uh, the people from Deliverance.
1: Oh, uh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. One thing that was interesting in that article is it mentioned uh, some Canadian guy who was from Quebec and they're actually literally want to leave Canada or at least one time thought about it. And he said that the way that we treated each other was nothing compared to the way the conservatives and liberals talk about each other, like you guys are much worse <laughs> <laughs> and much more vicious, uh,
1: which Yeah, and, and my understanding of what happened in, uh, during the Civil War was, you know people they they agreed on a lot of things. I mean, they had pretty much everything in common. it was just the issue of slavery even then it wasn't like the people in the north were you know hated or right i don't know they were maybe against it morally but it's not like they loved black people or anything right like that. I don't know. It, <laughs> yeah they yeah so yeah. um yeah i mean we fought a very bloody war for something that um and, and they probably were a lot had a lot more common than we do yeah Um, It was kind of funny that he brought up the Civil War. He brought brought up Abe Lincoln uh, in not very nice light, basically saying it was a waste of time for (laughs) him to keep the Union together. And he probably should not have done that. (laughs) Yeah, he had mentioned the
0: Northeast. Why would you keep a country in which two regions despise each other? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting, but.
1: Yeah, I've never heard it put that way before, but it's like, you know, I guess I can see it. <laughs>
0: yeah, so uh, I remember Ron Paul said that we could have avoided the Civil War if we had just paid off the plantation owners, which, of course, is an interesting idea. I just thought from Ron Paul, like, wait, hey,
1: he wants the government to pay people.
0: Okay,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult. But I guess, you know, he also hates war, so yeah, he's willing funny. to spend money to... <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright Gary, here's another political thing After the election Democrats, of course, gained a seat in the Senate Up 51-49 But one of their own senators, Kristen Sinema Has said she's no longer a Democrat She is An independent now As one person said Maybe she's attracted to both parties (laughs) Much like her Sexual preferences
1: Yes, I got that (laughs) (laughs) she's bisexual for bisexual the <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh,
0: apparently in Arizona Democrats hate her and yeah. she was going to be primaried, she could have lost that and then she may have lost the election so um, you would think that if Democrats run a candidate and Kristen Sinema runs and a Republican runs Republicans could win that seat back in Arizona but what do you think of these people who you know, you talk about how much you hate independence. So, like, what do you make of Kristen Sinema now? Like, she's just sort of this spineless politician, basically.
1: Well, like you said, I I guess I don't really get the play. Um, it. it um, yeah, you're you're willing to vote with Democrats on. Some major issue, Like, I guess that she was a slam dunk for the Inflation Reduction Act because uh, I only heard of uh, Manchin being the only holdout. So, yeah. you know, she, she... She was definitely more moderate, but... Um, I don't know. I think that she was probably uh, more loyal to the Democrat Party than uh, Manchin is. Right. And so... Uh you know that's fine but yeah you know, it's kind of funny because i guess that uh, i think it was Jake Tapper asked her about about the whole thing and she was like look well, that's for politicians the politicians to uh you know figure out and all right. that you know and uh, <laughs> somebody on Twitter said oh yeah i love how these uh, professional politicians try to act like things are not about politics. Yeah. Uh, right. right. So, yeah, you know, I I don't really know what her thoughts... Uh, I, I have no idea what her uh, views are, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, does she like the LGBTQ... She does. Uh, well, then state the Democrats. I, well, I don't know what you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's attracted to both. Yeah, um... I, I mean, she must believe that running as an independent gives her a better chance to win re-election. That's the only... I mean, that's... I can't think of any other reason, so...
1: Um, yeah, well, hey, it works for Bernie Sanders. And,
0: and Angus King in Maine is an independent.
1: Ah. Yeah. I was wondering who it was, because there was somebody, I think, in Rhode Island at one point. Oh, there may have been. Yeah. That was independent. But, yeah, it was... um you know, I, I, I find those folks to be kind of, uh, you know, who cared Why should I listen to what you have to say? Yeah. Pick a side. Yeah. yeah. Well, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Derek, last question, and then we are done here. The uh, WNBA had a star that was kidnapped. Not kidnapped. Uh, apparently <laughs> broke the law in Russia, was kept in a Russian jail, and now we have traded a Russian arms dealer for... I think her name was Brittany Griner, right? Yes. And people are... Actually, surprisingly, I thought the press coverage was pretty negative of it. Even though, like the liberal media was like, we traded a Russian arms dealer for this woman? You know, like,
1: mm-hmm. and, and we left a Marine behind? Yeah. And, and I saw that uh, Russian uh, news media that they were also mocking us. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Biden... The
0: Democrats, they just want the good press from freeing an LGBT black woman while they left a Marine behind. And they gave up someone far more valuable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but but no, it's Donald Trump that's uh, a Russian asset. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so we're funding Ukraine to fight the evil Putin, and yet we just gave Putin the best deal that right. he could ever want. Right. Correct. And I, I also saw that uh, Putin said that um, he is open to more negotiations for more prisoner swaps. It's like, well, I'm sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> he took us to the woodshed. He can't believe how easy it was. <laughs> yeah.
0: And by the way, Putin has, has said he would like to negotiate a peace, but the deep state wants to keep spending those, sending those arms and getting that crypto and that money and keep the yeah. the grift going there. So
1: Yeah, well you know I gotta tell you I I do find myself liking Putin more and more. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well all right, well, I think that's it. Another election in the books. Hopefully two years from now we're sitting here at a podcast talking about a resurgence of Trump or DeSantis and Republican majorities, and we're going to fix this country. You would think we're overdue for a victory, but it has not happened yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll be sitting here eating crickets or whatever.
1: So. Oh, yeah, it's probably more likely. <laughs> but one way or another, we will be here, and we will be giving the best analysis that you can hear anywhere.
0: I like it. All right. Good way to end it. Take care, everyone.